Hi, this is Ames of the Nexus podcast, Ames for the Stars. Today we're joined by Panjian Sons. Let's let the band introduce themselves tonight. Hi, how are you doing, guys? Uh, my name's Gordon. Uh, some people know me as Caveman. <laughs> so take from that what you will. Yeah. Um, I, I'm uh, Stevie. Um, I'm the guitarist in the band. So, yeah. I'm Andy. I play bass in the band. By the way, Gordon sings. Aye, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm the singer. Thank you, And you've also got your drummer as well. Aye, aye. It's not here with us tonight. Yeah, I unfortunately can't make it. Yeah. Um, so let's kick it off with um, how was music introduced to you and how has your music been influenced from your early years? How did everything get beginning for you guys? Well, uh, from, from myself, it would have been my father. Uh, it was very, it says, well, right in his music, so he was, uh, everything from sort of, yeah, early sort of glam rock, bit of disco, uh, a good mix of everything, really, uh, singer-songwriters and that. So, so I grew up through the sort of, this, so with the 70s, 80s sort of music influence, especially the glam rock side of things, uh, Thin Lizzy, T-Rex. Uh, which is brilliant. So was I. Uh, so that's sort of where I got sort of mastered of things, uh, and then sort of coming out of the sort of younger years, uh, probably introduced to like the the sixties sort of Woodstock, The Doors, uh, Joplin, usual stuff. Do you know what I mean? It comes with that. So yep, I that's sort of where mine comes from. Aye. Uh, probably for me. I mean, probably. Through friends, really, just um, my friends are all kind of into music. Probably being at school during the 90s, we were all kind of into uh, a bit of indie rock and then moving on, I suppose, when Nirvana hit and grunge and all that sort of thing, that everybody sort of kind of changed their mindset and get into mm -hmm. punk rock and these sorts of things. So, yeah, it's really just sort of moved on from there. And probably most of my kind of friend group has all kind of been based around music over the years. Well, like the same kind of music, we go to this, sort of see the same gigs and see the same bands. So it's just been a, a kind of social thing over the years. And then you kind of get into bands yourself and you start to play and yeah, just sort of get the bug and like to do it. And it's yeah, a great kind of uh, way to spend your time, I think. So, yeah, you might have bang. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, myself, it was um, probably to my dad, like he, he played guitar when he was younger. Um, I also played the bagpipes later on in life. <laughs> um, but I kind of grew up listening to maybe like say, like the Beatles and um, my, my older brother's Queen records as well. Um, but for myself, it was like sort of 90s music. So like in Spiral Carpets, Happy Mondays was one of the first sort of, sort of influences. But then over the years, there's been loads of different dance music just just generally love music. Um, it's, it's never started playing right enough until I was a bit older, but um, I thoroughly enjoy it though. Um, also, I don't know, just playing with the guys is good as well. Yeah, that's what it's all <laughs> yeah. about. It's just sort of kind of social aspect of it and just, yeah, clearly just having that kind of project work on you. It's something that yeah. you kind of think about all the mm -hmm. time and you kind of uh, plan your week around it a wee bit and when you're going to practice and yeah just what you can do next and where you can take it so it's just it's nice to have that kind of focus that you just yeah 
it sort of occupies a lot of your time, really. So I think it's <laughs> 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 sometimes too much of your time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it could definitely do work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do see a lot of special bonds through families and friends with music, and it's it's really mm -hmm. nice to see amongst people, and it's what keeps that fire going for such a long time because they're still doing it and you're still enjoying it. It's nice to mm -hmm. share. But especially, like you say, with that social aspect, it's, it's what keeps us going. Yeah. Um, how did you learn to sing and write and play music? Where did that begin for you guys? Writing-wise, uh, I, I, I was always quite... Uh, but yeah, I don't know whether they really say strange when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> but especially when I was younger, I was always writing. Uh, always writing stuff all the time when I was younger. I was never really into English in school or anything like that. It was always it was it was always reading, constantly reading all the time. Uh, and those sort of reading sort of the stuff I was, I sort of influenced sort of what I was writing, especially and especially in the younger years of your life, you go through a lot of sort of trials and tribulations and you would say that. So that had an effect, and you would sit down and I'd write away. But that stuff you would squirrel away and hide away yourself until sort of later on people started seeing it. You would introduce it to people and be like, that's brilliant. And you started doing stuff with it. And it wasn't until I was in, uh, I think, because I'm originally a drummer, actually. <laughs> so I originally a drummer before uh, singing. And started, it was, I had a band before, it was a punk, sort of punk rock band. Uh, and I was the bassist myself that wrote all the songs to it was, so it was the drum and the bassist writing all the music and writing the songs uh, which is quite unusual but uh, singing wise with that that came with myself and sort of Stevie uh, and probably before lockdown we sort of I met Stevie uh, Christ man that must be like nearly Nineteen, 19 years ago, <laughs> and we started becoming pals. And we're like, "You play guitar, right? I play a bit of guitar, right? I do drums, like, right?" So let's sit down, let's sort of, let's see what we can do. And it started from there. I was like, I've, "I've been writing this stuff, and I was showing him stuff." Here we go. And he was like, "Do you want to sing it?" And I'm like, "Hey, why not? I'll try, I'll try, I'll try a bit of singing." And it just sort of went from there. Singing wise, I did do a bit of choir actually in primary school when I was younger. And I could always remember uh, Mrs. Brown was the head teacher, and she'd be like encouraging us to do. What we do, and I still remember bits and bobs from that, and how he's singing, breathing, and all techniques and stuff like that. But ideally, it's when I met Stevie is when I started sort of the singing side of things. So I, but that was a, uh, uh, that was good. Aye, uh, and it just went from there. Ideally, right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I've sort of uh, known these guys for years as well. So we all live in the same town, but I'm kind of a bit later to the band, um, so. Yeah, really, these guys have been sitting writing songs for years um, and coming up with great stuff. So they kind of asked me to join them and um, sort of, I think you're a gig booked, didn't you? So, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> short notice. Um, I waited four or five weeks to go. Yeah, there, right? so, um, yeah, I kind of came in and just because uh, I've known them for years as well, I think it's a bit of a shortcut to sort of, you know, feeling comfortable with it and kind of learning stuff. Um, so, yeah, kind of hopefully went fairly quickly and then it's kind of rolled on from there and we've kind of kept it going and yeah it's been great from my point of view and um, mm -hmm. so I've kind of had the easy route but I've just kind of come into it and 
a lot of the stuff was already written and all taken care of. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah, all the glory from it. So. Uh, for me, it was like I was a sort of a bedroom player, if you like, and maybe had done like a couple of open night nights playing covers and stuff. But then again, when I met Gordon, we, we started sort of jamming with our own stuff, um, and it's just progressed through the years. Yeah, but kind of sort of Gordon encouraged me to write as well. So I've managed to do a wee bit of it, but I'm not not that great. Half the time I'll write like a verse. And then I need to get Gordon to finish the rest of the song. It all takes time with writing, though, isn't it? It's how you feel mm. and the emotion and the time. Yeah. It's great it's how you've all evolved together and you learn <clears> different <throat> things at different times mm-hmm. together. That's that's always really special. <laughs> so probably just after lockdown, we kind of got serious about practising the stuff yeah, because we'd kind of just been like jamming and writing and not doing anything with it. And then after lockdown, we decided to go to like open mic nights and stuff. And then we got the opportunity for the gig, and we we spoke to Andy and then James, and Andy came in and learned the stuff really, really quickly. And then James as well. We only had three sessions together in the studio before this gig, so <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was kind of rushed. Yeah. Yeah. It worked it. Yeah, it worked very yeah. well. And yeah. It's sort of good again to have that kind of focus where you kind of know you've got this to do, so you. You kind of, uh, yeah, you have to kind of learn it and get it together to a reasonable standard. And yeah, I think we did okay with it. Um, mm. It's nice, I think, because I think I've said to you guys, well, I've kind of played in a band with other friends for years, about 20 years, I think. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was always a wee bit kind of unfocused and uh, never really had many gigs and that sort of thing, just turn up and practice. So suddenly you've kind of got this target to go for, it just makes it so much more exciting. And um, yeah, you've got this oh, kind definitely. of. Sort of target to aim for, so I think that's really what's driven things along a wee bit more. Um, mm. So yeah, it's been quite sort of a change of pace, I think, from what I've been doing. It's great having that connection and knowing what the other person was looking for as well, though, isn't it? And like you said, that comfortability yeah. <clears throat> in the beginning—it's it would be mm. helpful. Mm. Um, but, sorry, go on. I think really, like it's not like we've got. It's not, when we sit down to write, bunnies will come up with an idea. And, I don't think any's are ever like looking for someone to play a certain note or anything. So it's like whatever you you feel you play, but which is kind of important is as well that because then that way we're all sort of like really invested in the music as well. Contribute, aye, uh, because we're contributing. That's it, and everyone gets a chance, like you say, to just feel mm-hmm. it and let it go. That's mm-hmm. always nice. And what is the story behind your band name? How did that come about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, I said earlier on in, in the introduction, <clears throat> yeah, I got a sort of nickname in high school, quite early in high school, uh, which was Caveman. So uh, that's sort of, and I've had that for years and I, my family called me it. Uh, Friends, there's a lot of people, there's only a few people that actually call me by my name, Gordon. So, <laughs> uh, I, I, so it came from Caveman and I used it, uh, I was using it as sort of emails and stuff. So I was in using Pangean's son as a play on words. So Caveman, Pangea, been Pangea first landmass, Pangean's son, uh, and I sort of Stevie asked me one day, he was like, what, what does that actually mean? I was like, so I explained I it to him and I was like, right. And then when we were doing, we were offered a gig when, uh, before, just before Andy joined, 
the lot, they were like, what's your name? And I was like, Christ, we're going to call ourselves. So I called Steve, I was like, we're going to call ourselves, Larry. And he was like, what about Pangene? So he was like, no, I thought you were cavemen, I think you said first. Aye, or like that. Aye. Aye. But then it was like, there's already a band called Cavemen. And they were like, so we're like, right. And he was like, Pangene Sun. And I was like, why we use that? And I was like, well, what about Pangene Sons? Sons. So uh, we sort of came to agreement. It was like, it sort of works well. It's different. It's unique. It's mm-hmm. something that's, no, it's, it's something you don't, it's, it's a name you don't see. No. And we're sort of looking at it and going through and I sort of did a couple of searches and that, and you can, you're never really finding anything with it. So quite a unique name. And it's got something, it's got something behind it, if you would say that. Mm-hmm. So we're like, yeah, we'll use that. And it's just sort of, we're like, we'll change, we might change it later on, but it's sort of stuck. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's came that way. Yeah, so it came, came from a nickname to a plain words and uh, now it's the band's name. I suppose we're all, all Pangean sons, really. It's a nice strong name, though, and it where it's derived from is like been part of you all along, so it's yeah. nice how you've carried it on, and it's yeah. very rock. It's, it does <laughs> <look> <laughs> like yeah. Um, so can you describe your creative processes? How do you get your juices flowing once you get going together? It could be anything. Sometimes, just tonight, for example, Andy, we were, we were practicing, and between sort of songs, Andy started playing a bass line, and we were like, What's that? It can come from anywhere. Like, Gordon does like majority of the right, or Caveman, sorry. Does <laughs> majority, most of the right, probably, 98% anyway. Um, so Gordon will maybe have like lyrics written for something but no music or sometimes he's got music mm. and lyrics or sometimes I'll maybe I'll come up with something on guitar and send it to the guys and we can bring it together mm. um, or sometimes it just happens like naturally like tonight kind of thing yeah. mm. it's, it's really it's quite organic in that sense as David says it's like when Andy plays something as like, like tonight I mm-hmm. when we sit in practice and it's usually Thursday nights or sort of jam night practice night so we were sitting there and I think we've come up with two sort of great riffs already the names <laughs> two sort of new songs already the name that. We'll record that, we'll keep that bit, but that sounds good. So but we still need to practice all the ones. But it's it's a very it's, it's a very organic process, isn't it? And I, right. I'm a great believer in that that it's cause you get a lot of people that can be very controlling with it, if you would say that. Right. And yeah, it can work and it can and it can work with the focus on that, but unless the people within the band are invested in what they're doing, mm. then you start to get sort of discontent, I think. Do you know what I mean? For me, you wouldn't have the same feel yeah. in music. Aye. Music for me is about putting your feel as well, especially when you're yeah. playing together. I let, let people do and bring out their own creative side. I say, like pushing stereo, like the writing or even. Other other parts of it, it's like if you if you if you're letting people do their own thing, it's like a lot more comes out. I think a lot more emotion, a lot more creativity comes out from letting people do and feel mm-hmm. and create. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Really? Mm-hmm. I know. Nice. I, and that's that's right. That's how we sort of work ideally. <laughs> so we go in. It's like right, James drums. Like this is what we've played and like Aye. right. This little boat, and then you play it in the lap. That's it. That's exactly. Uh, well, that, that's, that's like another one. Like dropping time, although we haven't like released it or anything like mm. that yet. 
it was James was messing about with beating the drums mm-hmm. and I think I played like a couple of chords and then Andy started playing and I can't I can't his phone out and his notes and had some lyrics and we, we made a song out of it. So then yeah. I just, I, sometimes comes together really, really quickly. Yeah. So easily. That's the thing, I kind of find out like I'd been in the band for like kind of 20 years uh, with other guys. And yeah, I think it just always surprises me how quickly we can kind of put something together. Right. And it does tend to kind of come together quite quickly. And I think it's just that kind of freedom that you get where you kind of feel like you can try something out and then other guys will go with you on it and then yeah more often than not sort of comes into something that's it's maybe not the first thing that you did but it'll develop into something Um, so you kind of have that um yeah confidence to try something that you then you know might go somewhere it might not but quite often it it goes somewhere and it'll go somewhere unexpected even because a lot of people have had their input on it Mm -hmm. which i think is something that i really found enjoyable about it all Okay. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That's it. What I'm seeing already is like you give each other space to to grow and to add something, and like you're saying, yeah. you're just learning off each other to get where you were trying to get to anyway. So um, what's already yeah, being yeah. expected is there. It's it's nice yeah. you can rely on another person's ears, and they're going to get what you're after. Mm-hmm. I definitely. I, I would say we all sort of trust each other's opinions as well. So like, there's no. You don't feel sort of nervous about bringing anything to anybody or that. You, you bring it and you, you don't even know what you think about yeah. it. Yeah, there's going to be no sort of negative judgment about it. We'll have a go at it and everybody sort of uh, can feel that sort of, yeah, space to do it in. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's all because we all got on pretty well. I so. do. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of like, probably socialise quite a lot as well. Various things, so, yeah. 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 That's it. Well, I know that social media now is quite a big part of the music industry. Do you think that's changed now? Is that working well for people and yourselves, maybe? I would definitely say so. It's something that's easier to get a platform. I definitely, definitely easier to get a platform in that sense. Uh, there's a lot of work in it. Uh, there's a lot of fighting uh, algorithms, if you could say that. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think all of this, that it's like the community that has been built on Facebook as well, along sort of with all the other bands that we speak to on Facebook or, any, or Instagram or anywhere else, the algorithms will hold you back purposefully, uh, which is a thing as well. But it's good to have that platform to actually get out, there, get out to the world in that sense mm-hmm. and, and network with everybody it's, it's right. so easy in comparison to what you would have done to get like a sort of a demo we, we took three songs and we went on record got them recorded and we had them on spotify the whole world can listen to it whereas like mm-hmm. 20 30 years yeah. ago you would have to have took your demo to somebody who would then decide whether it was good or mm-hmm. not whereas you can just put it out there and see what people think yeah mm-hmm. instant. Huge thing actually, where you can really just make it happen yourself, other than sort of relying on a kind of gatekeeper person to then give you permission mm-hmm. to, right. to sort of put things mm-hmm. out there. Um, yeah. So I think from that point of view, yeah, it's really different. I think. Right. So I appreciate it's probably a bit better, I suppose, than what it's been yeah. in the past. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You can sort of make your own luck, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like you were saying, it's like it's so many more people, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, definitely. yeah. 
definitely, definitely more people releasing than that. It's probably a good thing as well because it's sort of obviously more creative. You've got more sort of people to bounce off of, I would say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, aye, it's great. It's great. Aye. I think it's great. Well, <laughs> what you could have gotten was fantastic at doing stuff on social media and sort of networking and that sort of thing. I think aye. that's something that really probably exists now where you've got a kind of wider community, you know, all across the world almost, mm-hmm. where you can sort of talk to other people in bands and nice. sort of listen to their stuff and listen to their advice or mm-hmm. you'll just get general support and yeah. you know, good vibes off them. So <laughs> I think that's something that, yeah, there's a real kind of bonus these days where you're not kind of sort of in a, a kind of echo chamber yourself. You can actually mm-hmm. sort of talk to other people and, you know, get some ideas and possibly meet people, get a gig, somebody who's kind of looking for somebody to fill in a a place at the last minute. Yeah, so it's definitely... It's lots more connections made, I find, as well, myself. And, like, it doesn't always have to be a connection that's, like, something very professional. It's nice to make connections with friends or, like you say, when you go in to catch another band, you're making more people around you. I, I like even, even like Charlie at the open mic nights that we've been to as well. We've went there and met people, and uh, like you say, you make connections with, with people through that as well. Uh, and it, then there's always sort of wee opportunities could come for that also, you know? Yeah. Don't know who, who knows who. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely. You just don't know who you could be talking to sometimes, and it's like you could be inspiring them, or you could be taking it from the actual other person you're speaking to for yourself. And it's there's yeah. a, lot of, a wider community for that now, and a lot more space for us. Um, mm-hmm. to talk, especially amongst indie bands and metal, so many more avenues now, which is nice to see. Um, we were saying like it's quite hard keeping up with social media, and obviously you spend a lot of time together with the band. Do you get any time for any passions or hobbies that you've got that you're trying to keep going or you'd like to take up? <laughs> <laughs> I think between work, kids, and everything else, is that Mountainville try get out, uh, do a lot, a lot of mountain biking and stuff like that as well, in the trails myself. Uh, I travel quite a lot for work, so uh, usually between the social media and that, I'm sort of in the hotels doing a bit of social media and then I'm out. So I do something else. <laughs> uh, and then I try to fit the rest of it in, really, mm-hmm. innit? Uh, uh, for myself, it's, it used to be kind of into martial arts, but that kind of stuff's fell away just now, but kind of concentrating more on my music, mm-hmm. but also I work for myself, so that takes up a lot of my time, but then, like, especially this, the, the Thursday nights that we have mm-hmm. together for a jam, it then becomes more important because <laughs> it's <laughs> like that's your release <laughs> for the week. Yeah, yeah. You've got that. How many, how many times I've been like, no one, then I'm like, right, I'm getting a flight, I'll be back up, I have six. <laughs> Just like, don't worry. No, that's the thing I find as well, because, um, yeah, I kind of work for myself as well. So, yeah, spend a lot of time in evenings working. And um, so that's just like a kind of fantastic thing I find just for doing something else. It's time that's right. away from work and it's time for yourself and mm-hmm. time to do something creative. I think that just it's, makes it all the more rewarding. You look forward to it and you, you get more back out of it, I think. 100%. So, like you say, it's like it's that life balance, isn't it, of trying to get everything mm. fixed in, and especially mm. with your families and 
Like, so you've got your own business, so that's going to take all the time you can to keep it going, and mm-hmm. it's a heavy balance, that one. Um, Sometimes you just maybe play a wee bit too much. I Well, I did see your jam sessions. Like, they look brilliant. If that's what you're doing on Thursdays, all the time. I do behind was like to show the progression of mm-hmm. like sitting down with something and then yeah then taking it to into the studio and, and showing that progression yeah. so that, that that is the whole idea it is like showing and because a lot of people don't do that it's a lot of the time and it's showing this is the base where we've started this is where it's going studio as you say mm-hmm. and then you've got the real of the song I mean, it's like maybe a few iterations of that put up on social media before the song's actually released. Aye. So giving it something there, aye, it's uh, aye. Plus, plus it keeps people interested as well. Yeah, it's <laughs> shown, like you say, a different scene and different version. Because mm-hmm. then they play acoustically, sort of on a Thursday, but then if we go to the studio, then sort of turn electric. And, aye. You know, <laughs> it so... The studio looks really good. It looks really amazing whilst you're filming there. It looks really professional. I was like, I really enjoyed it myself when I was watching. Because <laughs> 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 you're all getting into it and it's looking like you want to be there and watch yourself. So, yeah, it feels like we're missing out a little bit there. We've got to be bopping. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where do you find your inspirations in music? Where does everything come from? Okay. <laughs> so sometimes it can be really, really simple. Conversations <laughs> like, 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 although we've not put it out on social media at all, no, we're, we're, like footprints. Footprints, we have No, actually, we have a conversation yeah. and it, we looked at the cloud and one of them looked like a footprint. And I, I said, mm. I think there's another one that'd be five miles and then. I was like, and literally we came in and I think we wrote it within about 10, 15 minutes. already had a guitar part for it, but I think I've got something for that. Yeah, I think that's it. It literally comes from anywhere, really, doesn't it? I think looking at every aspect of life or every aspect of what happens to you, I think, is the best inspiration for anything. Because it's, you look at the blues, especially the blues, it's like you're talking what's round about you. You're talking what's happening. It's Aye. what's what's going on in your life. And it's, and it's just, I think this the right process and sort of the musical process is the same in any. It's like you have a story, you have something to tell, something you want to put across the folk. So it's, it's something that's really sort of, can be really powerful in a sense. But Aye. I see that food price is like, it's like clouds, sky, Summertime, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you can feel it at the time. Yeah, yeah. Aye. There's, there's obviously like musicians in that who have like influenced just you over the years, mm-hmm. but then try to try maybe naughty, like sound too much like mm-hmm. <laughs> like people or whatever. So you, you want to be like completely original. Mm-hmm. Well, not this, nothing can be completely original mm-hmm. nowadays, right enough. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's always. Regardless, I think regardless of any type of music, there's always influences in everything. I think right. it's like always listening to a good, a good range of music. If you would say that, mm-hmm. so you could be from classical to pop to rock to heavy metal, anything mm-hmm. at all. 
regardless of the type, there's always something that's going to inspire you somewhere. And mm-hmm. they'll, they'll have that wee earworm and you're like, Aye. <laughs> <laughs> that's really nice. <laughs> uh, so I think as well, I mean, there's quite a range of different types of song mm-hmm. that's kind of done as well. I think that kind of reflects just different influences. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, we're not necessarily into one type of music, so but it's nice because it keeps it interesting as well, so you can mm-hmm. have an idea, you can run with it, you, you don't necessarily think, oh, that's, that's a good song, but it's not really our type of song, because I think there's a broad range of different type mm-hmm. of songs that we do. Uh, so. I suppose you don't like to be pigeonholed either mm-hmm. kind of thing, because yeah. that could like, sort of stem your creativity as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, always trying to get like a sound, whereas if you, you just go with whatever's coming, then you're always going to get something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you've got to try and work what you were trying to say in to the situation you were trying to get up with the music at the same time, with the band understanding what exactly. you were after. I can imagine that's hard, but like you say, with all the inspirations coming in one go, and you kind of like the same, but not all not always keep to the same genre, and like, you know, but keep into that, same idea together, it makes it fluid for you all, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of quite fascinated actually, because particularly like Gordon comes up with lyrics very kind of quickly, and it's always really interesting to see where it actually comes from and sort of what the kind of meaning, he's got a sort of poetic way of <laughs> kind of putting things together. There's somebody who's absolutely terrible at writing lyrics, so just, uh, I was kind of quite fascinated how you can sort of take that idea and then turn it into, yeah, sort of a verse and then it sort of has parts to it and sort of a yeah a structure and that sort of thing so yeah i was very impressed with that it's nice to get that combination together isn't it and feel like you're on the same page yeah definitely yeah um so we're gonna take a listen now to um, one of your songs called symbiosis um i've enjoyed this myself and singing it found it quite relaxing and it was just nice to listen to and try and get used to the words, but I'm not going to say too much because I'm going to leave that for you guys. So we're going to take a little listen now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Every time One more 
symbiosis i hope you enjoyed it because i know i did and um, we definitely want to know exactly everything behind this and all the story behind how this song came about so how did it all start with symbiosis i was kind of looking at progressions and stuff <laughs> And it's kind of weird the way I put it together. I've got, I got like seven guitar plectrums for each note of the scale. <laughs> and I sort of tossed them up and whatever I caught, that was the number of the scale that I was going to use like for the for the root note. Um, so I kind of built it up that way and then just made like a, like sort of just put the guitar part together for it. But then mm. obviously I didn't, have any, I didn't have any lyrics, so kind of, sent it to Gordon and stuff and then Gordon caught the lyrics but mm. like the night we were doing the lyrics he was going I'm trying to rack my brain for one lyric and I couldn't get it and then I went to the toilet and come back and he had like a verse written and you got it disappeared like you yeah, ah, another one another one, one. Right. really <clears throat> but in, in terms mm. of the, what the lyrics mean oh, the, the, the meaning from I, the meaning of it it's not that it was one of them, it's like you try to use a sort of, we have a lot of sort of music that you're writing, it's uh, a lot of it can be sort of quite metaphorical and sort of a lot of synonyms and sort of metaphors within it, do you know what I mean? So it's, it was written in the sense to give it a meaning for everybody, if you would say that. Mm. So one of those songs that you could pick actually out what the song actually means to you in a sense. When the song itself is actually about the writing process, and that's what it's about, and it's like so. To, uh, I so this I, the the song is about the writing process mm-hmm. pretty much. And it says so. Sonic confusion, no illusion. With this means solutions, metamorphosis brought on by this our own symbiosis. Speaking about. The both is sitting there and he's done the sort of guitar band, he's I'm, I'm sitting there writing. It's what I gave you, what I gave me, mm-hmm. laid it down right in front of you. Give it what for, give it all for. But every time you want more, so you want you want you want to do more, you want to put more to it. Aye. And that's pretty much how it sort of progressed. And it was like, but that's ideally what this, the lyrics and the song is about. Uh, but again, it's written in a way that anybody sort of listening they could take something totally different from the song. Mm-hmm. in itself so I but ideally it's, it's about the writing process itself so it's, I, I think like, yeah. you know, like sort of good songs will 
good songwriting will always, you know, different people, you know, different lyrics will mean different things to different people, um, which is probably quite a hard thing to do as well. Um, speaking for myself. <laughs> 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 um, Get there, man. That's it. Uh, mm -hmm. No, a lot of people are the same. The guys had written the song um, before I joined, so uh, I think it's one of the first ones I kind of learned. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the ones that I kind of heard and thought, oh, that's quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it kind of has a bit of a hook and get me interested. Mm -hmm. So I think that was um, definitely what kind of made me sort of instantly think, oh, this is going to be fun. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that way as well, mm -hmm. kind of like, Told me some. I didn't know the thing about the plectrums. I've never heard that. <laughs> 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 no, you thought like I could have told the random way to do something yeah. and see what I could come up with. Yeah. Interesting, though, just sort of by a jumping off point, isn't it? Right. So it gives yeah. you something to kind of yeah, hang it on. But um, but yeah, I think that's really true. It's sort of it's, it's about sort of uh, different things to different people, mm. and um, but yeah. I think that the song itself is quite unique in its sound in a way. Mm -hmm. There's 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 sort of I I don't I can't really sort of pin it to a certain genre. <coughs> you would say that so it's uh, it's a wee bit different for everything else. I think. Ah mm -hmm. uh, well, we get we get suppose we get a lot of mm -hmm. comments saying that as well about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely dynamic through each of your music, and then the blend of the singing through it. It's just a really nice blend there, right? Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that. Um, you were talking a little bit before about you'd met at different times and caught up when you were younger. Um, how did the background of the band evolve? How did you decide and when did you decide that you were going to be together? Well, well, it really came about because Gordon and I had been writing and then we got this opportunity for a gig that was like last August and we were only maybe six weeks away from it. I made my year ago. Aye. No, no, it was, no, it was yeah. a year ago, and uh, we obviously we got Andy and 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 James. James, James is always. I think he was like, I, I'll help you out for this gig, but I think then James got the bug, and that's when things <laughs> really started sort of coming together for yeah. the band. Is, yeah. is the four of us getting together and and really starting to work on it? Like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 played a lot, sort of, when he was a bit younger, and because he had like a young family, he probably moved away from it for a while. And uh, I think he said they hadn't really played for a long time, but as soon as he got back into it, he realised what he'd been missing. So, <laughs> so yeah, and uh, I was going right back into it again. Yeah. Aye. I was really like that as well, actually, because I kind of played, obviously, in a band before, but we locked down all that sort of thing. I hadn't actually really probably played anything over that whole kind of mm -hmm. period. Yeah. We were just in the house. And I was actually on holiday at the time when you'd phoned me. I was in Spain. We've got this gig in uh, five weeks' time. Do you want to join? And because uh, I was on holiday, literally I had a beer at lunchtime. So I decided to get a bit reckless and just say yes. I was like, I'm not going to be lucky. So, you told it in the back, man. Aye, definitely. Aye. I was a strange man, because I'd, I'd, I'd been writing away, man, it's like when, when we first sort of started sort of speaking in that, and I wish one of them was like, oh, so you play the guitar? You know, you did drums, but you're writing stuff. Probably the first songs that we've done together aren't even 
I don't think they've been on social media at all. I don't think. No, I think so. No, 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 they have maybe. They're still in the back burner. They're still in the shadow. There we are. There's some more. Well, that's what I kind of found as well because you've kind of played me stuff that you've written a while back because I think you end up writing new stuff all the time because mm-hmm. you guys come up with stuff all the time. <laughs> so you almost sort of like you kind of forget about things that you've done before. Like maybe only played once, so yeah. we'll come back to that and work on it again, but then. You get a new thing, so you want to play with a new toy, and Aye. then you end up focusing on that and then I'll go back around again. Talking about new toys, Andy, you're, you're, um, you're uh, recording in their space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there might be another change in like, how our sound goes, because mm. Andy's been uh, busy with Ableton. And he's, oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, it'll definitely change again. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. I think that's another thing about how maybe things have kind of changed and the way we do things as well because you can sort of record things in your home computer just Aye. in your kind of house and then you can email them to other guys in the band and say what do you think of this and then um, yeah you can add a bit yourself to it and record over it so yeah you can sort of uh, be doing things all the time so it doesn't have to be restricted to when you're all in the same place together mm-hmm. it's nice yeah. interesting yeah definitely um that was really good, like how everyone's just come together so quick and then luckily you had some holiday vibes there to push it off. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, feeling a bit kind of relaxed. That'd be fine. That'd be fine. Yeah, we'll go for it. Possibly a few minutes. Just pour it about to play. I thought, well, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> 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 it went okay. So. As well, I can see music's obviously important to yourselves and obviously a lot in your lives. How do you think that music has been important to society and how has it come across to society at the moment? I think it's like it's, it's definitely a good communicator. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Probably a, for me, I kind of feel I, I don't listen to a lot of sort of chat music and stuff anymore. And when I do, I kind of feel it's not. I don't know. Sometimes maybe there's not as much. Maybe, maybe there could be better messages in it. Some of the music can be quite shallow, but then there's obviously stuff that's mm-hmm. coming out that's brilliant as well. Um, I'm talking more about pop, popular music. Um, yeah. Aye, Aye it's, 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 there's quite a few songs we've written, it's been written that's that I've done that is probably more to do with whole, the whole restrictions, uh, pandemic side of things and the political side of things. We've got a lot there sitting in the back burner that are sitting there with that sort of influence and there's certainly influence within stuff we're doing now. And it's, I think, how... It influences people. It's, it's definitely a release for people. Definitely, mm-hmm. without a doubt, it's a release for people. And if you can create a message within that, I think you've done your job as a musician in that right. sense. Definitely. That people will listen to, people will take something from. Definitely, be it emotional, be it even political or anything else, you're creating a message every time you write something. Uh-huh. If somebody can hear that, then... Yeah, it's a good way of getting that across and getting people's yeah. attention, isn't it? Rather yeah. than just sort of telling them something, if you can incorporate it into a song mm-hmm. that then was catchy and they listened to it more than once, mm-hmm. and you know, it's a good way of getting attention. I think like, music definitely has 
like a place for for influencing uh, people in sort of general society, wider society. So I think it's like maybe quite important for people to think about what they're writing and and try and put a a kind of half decent message. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. I can agree that as well because I suppose my kind of kids are now getting a point where they're getting into music and. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Oh, sort of the bands they're listening to now and, and what they kind of like. And, yeah, <laughs> it does have an influence. It kind of, uh, it's certainly sort of, what happened yeah. to me now that I think about it because I was thinking about this earlier and it's kind of what it does mean. And I suppose, like, when I actually think about it, my entire social group and group of friends that I've been friends with since school and I'm still friends with, it's all built around music in some way. Um, it's all built about the kind of bands that we all like. Um, you know, the kind of music that the gigs will go to and that sort of thing. A lot of our social life is like we'll plan to go to a gig and who's coming to town and Aye, but that then, sort of thing. I mean a lot of the bands then as well that they're they're maybe putting out similar <coughs> messages mm-hmm. to like to their to their listeners as yeah. well. But mm-hmm. even I suppose just that way of having a connection with your kind of people around you. It's not necessarily a connection with the band but it's it's a focus yeah. for everybody to kind of gather around and you know, talk about or meet up at. There's like, I went down to a gig down at Leeds uh, a couple of weeks ago and um, I went with people that I kind of went to school with and we met uh, one of my friends there who we used to be really kind of close friends. We're actually in a band at school together, but he's lived in Wales for 25 years and I hadn't seen him for 10 years. <laughs> and I just like, instantly went to this gig. It was a reason to meet up and just instantly started talking about old times and, you know, what we used to do when we were in the band, you know, connections. Yeah, and it was all like if that event hadn't been happening, I probably wouldn't see him for who knows how long. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'd say there's a lot more events that people could get involved in, and like you were saying, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't always seem like everybody's got a message, but. Then on the other hand, like you're saying, we connect, and some people might just like that one word with a beat and dancing mm-hmm. to it where some of us just want to take their own blend and the taste and some people don't cover it but you don't know unless you try and most bands like you say can shy away and they'll leave it what they were actually going to originally do because they want to fit some type of algorithm but yeah. just going right. for your own taste and what you liked in the first place you just don't know whose taste you're picking up on and exactly yeah. what, what blend you're picking up on Mm-hmm. It's like if you if you go and you, you play somewhere and you see somebody tapping their foot or having a dance or whatever, then you you know you've like connected with at least one person. <laughs> <laughs> you connect with one or two, you no matter how many, you mm-hmm. know you've done your job. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly yeah. it. Not everybody's gonna like everything. So yeah. yeah, but if you connect with a few people, then you know it's been well worth well worth it. We have a level of um, success in different people's minds and how they feel what success is to those. Uh, how would you define success as an artist to yourself? I would, I would definitely say if, 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 if a listener makes a connection to it, then I, I would say that's a success, mm-hmm. whether it's somebody tapping a foot, like I said, or, mm-hmm. or just swaying along, sitting listening or, or whatever. So... Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to sell sell millions of records to mm. for it to be mm. well in my mind a, a success if, mm. if somebody's enjoying mm. your music then 
that's a success, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I have created something that has never been, in a sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's there. Somebody has a connection with that, regardless of it is. It's, that, that's a success. Aye, <laughs> really, it is. Aye. It'd be good to have the big success, aye, it'd be great. Oh, aye, it'd be awesome. <laughs> but, uh, it's, uh, but then, it's, you look at it, it's every small step's a success in a sense. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're, you're getting there to that point and you're, you're reaching their folk. Mm-hmm. And if their folk actually will listen to the song and mm-hmm. gel with the song, that's mm-hmm. it. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Ideally, it's the music that's in it. Mm-hmm. Makes it what it is. Even like say amongst ourselves, if we isn't if we're enjoying it, you know, mm-hmm. if we're enjoying it and we're, we're progressing <laughs> and becoming better musicians, that yeah. in itself is a success mm-hmm. as yeah. well, you know. Yeah. So many times we sit we sit and we do our, our jams or we might be sitting and shooting my lap. That was awesome. Aye, that was great. It was a laugh for this week. It's a stress of life, do you know what I mean? Aye. No. Mm-hmm. You do see a lot of people put a lot of pressures on themselves to mm-hmm. to do something of the performance for this ultimate performance, and it's like, like you say, mm-hmm. it's sometimes you've got to guide your success just through the steps that you do yourself yeah. and mm-hmm. look yeah. back on your improvements and things, and people forget mm-hmm. those steps, don't they? Mm-hmm. It's bit, I suppose because we're all a bit older now as well that maybe we don't put pressure on ourselves. We're going to sell one. We just go. Okay. <laughs> 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 you know, you still want to do well, but you don't think, well, that's uh, all I'm about. You know, you've got uh, a yeah. balance sort of thing. Uh, yeah. Like for myself, I, I can be quite nervous when it comes to performing. Um, but then at the same time, <clears throat> I look at where I came from and, mm-hmm. and where I am now and, and getting out and playing and stuff. That that's all progress, which is in a way success. That's actually sometimes I kinda of believe it, because the way you play sometimes I'm like fucking Coming from that, does music help you in other areas of your lives? Do you find it? hit somewhere in your life where you just need that time. I think even like sometimes mm. the type of music you listen to, you know, mm. like um, yeah. I have like a like on a Friday, I play like my I've got a young apprentice and it's like we, we put Friday tunes on and it's like James Brown. So you play something like that right away and you're upbeat, you're feeling you're feeling good. Yeah. Whereas if, if you go and you maybe put something on a bit more subdued you're not mm. You know, it's kind of, it can always be a little bit of 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 a little a meditative effect, if you would mm-hmm. say that, where, so we actually were playing a song tonight that's a reprieve, we were right. playing reprieve tonight, which is a song I wrote for my dad passing, if you would say that, and it's to get something out, to put something in paper, to write something down, mm-hmm. uh, for that fact, has a massive effect, I think, to uh, help you move on, in a sense, as well. But also the songs that you put through, it might be, say, as for 
which is completely different but it's experiences through your life that you've experienced through being daft at points as well and knowing certain sort of grown up in a certain area mm -hmm. and it's like dealing with those sort of situations at those points it all has a sort of definitely has an effect but to help you sort of process process yeah. process sort of certain areas and it's like the whole I think right. the whole songwriting the whole musical side of that and bringing it to, to a fruition mm -hmm. you know what I mean I that for me is what mm -hmm. music can do it can connect to you and, and possibly maybe even make you think about things or, or yeah. change, change your opinions mm -hmm. as well on things as yeah. well and um, I would say music's pretty powerful that way I suppose they'll just, um, again, saying that I've kind of joined the band just when things of the pandemic were sort of coming out and it's been really, I suppose, like three years of just the weirdest time imaginable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, really see it And I think that probably does have an effect on you. You don't even realise at the time, but then sort of coming out of that and then having got a social sort of communal thing to do and then you've got a, a kind of target and a sort of project to work on and that just sort of just takes you out of you know this kind of mindset you have so I think but, that's but I mean like like I would say music helped me through through the um mm -hmm. through like say the sort of lockdowns and stuff like that because wasn't seen anybody for, for long periods of time and I like I was saying earlier there was a few there was a bit of dancing in the kitchen but <laughs> <laughs> Well, so you can't pass on a kitchen party or dancing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But no, like, sorry to hear about your father, but like you said yourself with emotions, and you were saying mm -hmm. about how people connect. You don't know who wants those words themselves, but doesn't know how to say it at the time. So. When you go through those moments and you create it, you just don't know who you're creating it for. And Yeah. It, it definitely brings yeah. a positive to it, though. That's the thing. And that's what I find from it. It takes it from, it's, it's trying to take that situation and you take it to a positive side. Really, ideally, if you look at it that way. Uh, yeah. Which it does, I think. Yeah, mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay, so for the hard question here, do you have any weaknesses you're actively working on to improve? Sorry. Change guitar. Christ, man. I think being too active, I think. I'm trying to relax more, I think. <laughs> I'm always running about doing stuff and doing things for other people, I think, more than myself, I think. Yeah. Aye. Uh, yeah, make, make more time for myself. <laughs> and that's quite a common answer. Like people forget yeah. themselves, they forget that moment where they just need two minutes and they're so busy in the rush of life, they forget. Yeah, I mean, I think as well, clearly, sort of my work, um, I do work a lot of hours, and I think um, with this sort of thing, you know, the band and music, it does sort of then take you out of that. and. Mm. Give you another focus. I think that's. Mm. Yeah. Nah, I think kind of musically wise, then yeah, probably need to tighten yeah. up in my knowledge of music. This is uh, very yeah. fun, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, the theory. Uh, mm. 
probably kind of weakness for me probably is like sort of maybe is it the sort of nerve side of playing live because because I, I can get quite nervous and it's but at the same time it's something that I'm like working on. Um, and uh, aye, it's definitely it's working yeah, on it as well. Aye, I don't know. 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 I don't Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got to have that kind of balance. You've got to have a wee bit of risk that you feel, and then then you get the reward after because you've done it, and you think, yeah. We definitely need to take more time and like say, think about yourselves a bit more, and Aye. just have a break Aye. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could build your own tour lineup, who would we see? Uh, 
You'd Brilliant. need a lot of tour buses by the sounds of things. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, it's going to be out to try the games. All right, all right. <laughs> it's going to be expensive as well. <laughs> 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 and they're all going to come work for me. People like Mott Hippo, do you know what I mean? I don't love them, but they're a great band, everybody forgets about it. Like, it's the, the 70s, do you know what I mean? Mott the Hippo, man, they were a great band. They're just done nothing well. What about you actually? The band you could go on. To see uh, um, the one that was kind of most interested in, it was obviously one of the biggest rock stars of the world, but meant to see Rolling Stones a few years ago. And I was kind of was more of a Keith Richards sort of guy, he was more interested in what he was doing. And I really thought about Mick Jagger, but he was playing at like Murrayfield Stadium in Edinburgh, just the way that he had the entire stadium and control of it all, and just as a front man. And, yeah. and obviously, the most experienced guy probably doing that in the world. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was somebody that I just was. Fish star alive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, made me think at the time. Well, that's that's something else. That's something that you know, not everybody right. can do. Certainly, mm-hmm. um, oh no, yeah, but certainly had enough practice. <laughs> yeah. Far too many to choose from. I don't know who I'd pick on my tour bus. Like you say, there'd just be too many tour buses to take. There'd be that'd have to be a very good motorway. <laughs> We're playing the whole of the UK. Whole M6 top to bottom. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to come back to our last question, which is what we always ask on the Nixes podcast. But before we do that, we're going to have a little listen to your second song called Pray. Um, Uh And again, we'll have a little chat about that afterwards. Um, So let's take a listen.
Okay, so we've just been listening to Pray. Um, I've enjoyed the liveliness of this song um, and the blend. And like you said about your kitchen dancing before, that was kind of me. That's how I've enjoyed that song. <laughs> well, can, can you tell us a little bit more about it yourselves? Yeah, I, again, it was another one that came through. It was another one that literally came I, from my left. I was, I think it was another one you liked. I always came out live. I'll get my brother saying it's live. Yeah, aye. aye. Uh, a lot of them sort of came out, didn't they? Mm -hmm. uh, but pray is more about self reflection. So it's, uh, the song itself is more a sort of meditation, more a sort of self reflection of sort of a conversation with yourself, if you would say mm -hmm. that, of your subconscious. Uh, I just got up today, do you know what I mean? And it's like sort of seeing your face today, do you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like sort of self-reflection in that sense. Uh, is this what we will find? Uh, we are of similar kind, joined by life and by mind. It's the lyrics are about self-reflection, that's the idea of what it is. Uh, and do you want to see me pray so you're sort of torturing yourself a wee bit? <laughs> it's, it's like, that's the idea of what it's about. So it's like the same with everything. It's like everybody tries to hide that aspect, but it's there you're putting in front of yourself. Mm -hmm. You're always questioning yourself sometimes. I know, but it, it's like <coughs> probably some of the sort of kind of best experiences you can have mm -hmm. in life might actually be hard, and that is when you question yourself yeah. and, and actually look at yourself. And that you, you need to reflect that side. Right? Right? Mm -hmm. I think it's probably something that's actually like falling away from in society because everybody wants to look great. Do you know, they want their Instagram, they want everybody's life to look brilliant. Yeah. Life isn't life really like mm -hmm. that so, in reality. So it's about taking that time to have a look in the mirror. Yeah, exactly. Aye. So that's how you always it's self reflection. Yeah. And that's it. Some people could be quite scared of doing that and just stopping mm. and looking at themselves. And right. it's okay to talk to yourself and tell yourself sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, we all definitely need time for self reflection, like you say. Um, yeah. The words in your song, it's perfect to get you in that mood to understand that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so I'm going to ask you the famous question, which everybody gets when we come on to Nix's podcast. Right. And <laughs> it's Melanie's favourite. Um, so what advice would you give to your younger self? Stop holding back. <laughs> I would say yeah. probably more than anything else. Uh, trust yourself by stop right. holding back. I, yeah. I would go with that. Yeah, 100%. I think that is definitely just something... I think uh, with my daughters as well, I think that sometimes they kind of think that doing stuff isn't necessarily for them or they maybe don't have the confidence to do it, but I think you just have to have a go at things sometimes mm -hmm. and then, you know, maybe first time out it's not going to be exactly what you expected, but if you keep trying and trying, mm -hmm. just, you know, you've got, to, you've got to try it to actually achieve it, you, mm -hmm. you wouldn't really do uh, things make a mistake, have the experience. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it kind of fails, and if people make you feel bad about it. It's kind of on them. Don't take on board, I suppose. Which is, uh, yeah. I think yeah. you do when you're younger, isn't it? You kind of 
allow people to maybe kind of have that influence, but the older you get, the more you realise, well, no, okay, do it anyway. Yeah. They're all different, and uh, you know, what's right because somebody they maybe advise you know to do something or think you're silly for for trying to abandon your (laughs) body, but (laughs) it's it's for you, it's for you, I I think a lot of that is like definitely, I think a lot of that is like as you go over, you push that. Depending on obviously how you interact with your kids, but you sort of push that on your kids as well. Not not so much push it on them. I say if it's sort of advise them and like trust yourself as like yeah. do what you feel you want to do. I think especially more now. Back, back in the back in the eighties and seventies it was like get a bloody job, do this, do that. It's just like pushing that aspect and you're like, So you have to be like, well, maybe I should get a job, maybe I should do this. Nice. that's it, some great advice there, and that like say, just that's taking that time. Like you say, you're putting that influence into your children as well, mm-hmm. and the people around you, and the generations we've got coming up also need to mm-hmm. not be scared of just taking yeah. that extra barrier sometimes and hitting out. And like you say, we become more, more risk assessing as we get older. But once you've broke it and you've you've gone with that confidence and trust yourself, it's mm-hmm. you're in that different place then, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Fear, fear has a massive spectrum. And it's right. uh, if you can break that spectrum and just say, uh, you know, and help, do you know what I mean? Break that spectrum, then I mm-hmm. get rid of it. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, just kind of accept that you're going to make mistakes and mm-hmm. uh, just learn from them. Massively. Yeah. Nothing so bad that, well, I suppose it could be, but it's <laughs> 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 You know, you can't kind of uh, <laughs> 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 enjoy it, aye? Enjoy life. Do you have any special when you're younger? I'd be another one. Mm. Enjoy it as much as you humanly yes. can. It's all a learning curve, isn't it? Uh, (laughs) So before we go, was there any events or releases um, and where can we find you on social media? Uh, we actually we released, I think the last stuff we released was in uh, April, start April, April, I think. Never more, I think it was, was it? Uh, we need to go, Aye. we've got we've got songs that we need to go into the studio yeah. with and hopefully mm-hmm. they can be released over the next month or so and then that three, an album. Another three to do yeah. it. Another three to do then we release the album, our first album, if you say that. So that's our first album released, which yeah. we'll do a wee show on. I think we'll record that and get that put out. <laughs> Uh, but our socials, I uh, definitely our socials, the usuals, uh, you've got Facebook, Instagram, 
definitely TikTok. Regardless of how we look at it, TikTok is uh, the platform at the moment. Oh, aye. Uh, so it needs to be sort of used and uh, developed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously we have sort of the spot, we have sort of our distributor that we use uh, through distributed that. So we've got everything on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music. Apple Music. Uh, SoundCloud, I basically every platform out there generally. So yeah, yeah you can find us everywhere and anywhere and uh, listeners. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I so you can find us pretty much everywhere. Yeah, uh, which we try to do is as, as as I think it's pretty much as you say as the the question earlier on regards to social media is you're using those tools as much as possible, so I but all over it, uh, very much. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got your studio sessions on there as well, haven't you? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. So, as we say, that's that whole point of doing the, the house sessions, the, the jam sessions and the studio sessions, that progression of the song, letting people see how it's progressing and then seeing the final, the final uh, sort of uh, baby at the end it's good just to keep stuff going as well, isn't it? And yeah. just put stuff out there just to hey, keep a bit of interest in it. Or, mm-hmm. so. yeah. mm-hmm. That's everywhere we could find you then. That is great. It's always hard to find people if you don't know, but you're on everywhere, <laughs> so you're covered. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably our biggest problem is people not knowing how to spell Pangeen. A lot of the yeah. Oh no, but thank you so much for today. It's been great. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah thank you much. Much appreciated. Thank you. Well, we're going to send you an interview um, copy once it's all out on the streaming platforms. We'll send that to you. Um, but no, thank you very much today. It was really good. We've heard a lot about all the different ways you've come together and the way the band's been put together. Um, it's always insightful to see how each band start and where they come from and how you're still going and what's coming up. It's, it's really good to see. But, um, thank you for joining Nix's podcast today. And don't forget to catch us on Facebook, Spotify, again, like Linktree mm-hmm. and many more. And thank you, Panji and Sons, for being here today. And thanks for listening. We will see you again soon. Bye.